0: Dylan, you greatest movie of all time. Today on the show, Predator. The greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast. It's
1: the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the
0: greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the
1: greatest movie Come on and hear me now
0: welcome everyone to the greatest movie of all time podcast the show in which i your co-host rick the body barrasso wow what a cheap shot (laughs) that was a sack whack to me (laughs) listen you're you're not the body. Well, as you, as you've heard, he's uh,
1: he's literally my father.
0: He, like, well, I, hey, you know what? Sometimes people have fun with ADWF wrestlers. It happens. One or second, I need, to ta- I
1: need to take I need to take a minute to pull the dagger out of my
0: back. <laughs>
1: one second. Oh wait, what did you know? It's engraved with Baraso on it.
0: Listen, Gorilla. Um, no. So as you've heard, uh, we have our one of our, if not our favorite reoccurring guest, Chris Bonapani on the show, certainly our most prolific recurring guest. Um, it's been so long since I've been here. It's amazing. I, oh, the studio looks great. Oh, You excellent. guys are really pumping over Glad it. to hear it. Glad to hear it. So, you, you know, um, unfortunately, for the first time in show's history, we've had an unavoidable scheduling conflict. So we're going to do uh, something a little different over the next couple of weeks. Uh, today, uh, we're going to go Predator uh, with Chris and I. And next week, uh Derek and Gia are going to be covering Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So uh very special. And then after that, we'll all be back together. So gonna be a fun time. Uh, but yeah, we're doing Predator. We're uh, we want to get all three of us together for Alien because that is gonna be a great conversation. But uh we're gonna do Predator today. Uh unfortunately Rec is not uh is not gonna be watching an Arnold with us. I think that this was a little
1: bit, you know, a happy accident for Wreck. Wreck, I know you're listening. I got to say, very convenient that this is the one you miss. Especially the way you almost threw a tantrum when we brought up this Arnold feature. He needs to get, he needs to embrace Arnold. He needs to I'm em- sure he, I'm sure we'll convince him by the end of this
0: cuz I know he's listening. Well, let's uh let's talk about it. Of course, we're talking about Possibly the most testosterone-heavy movie ever to be made. Uh, Predator, of course. Last week, uh, we talked. Uh, we went straight to the Wild Wild West. And that was a great episode. That was a, a fantastic conversation. So check that one out or any of our library. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Whatever app you use, subscribe, review if you can. It's extremely helpful for the show. Uh, if you enjoyed it or if you uh, have anything else you want us to cover, let us know on social media. We are the greatest movie of all time podcast on Facebook. We are at great movie cast on Twitter. You can always shoot us an email at uh, greatest at, uh, gmail.com. And we have a new, uh, we have a new name on Instagram, uh, at greatest movie pod. So check us out there, uh, as well. We would love to hear from you. Of course. Now, Chris, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Let's talk credit Well, now you have to
1: dap me up and arm wrestle me in the media for that's five how minutes. we greet
0: I don't know if you know that like if you if anyone has met us, that's actually how Chris and I greet each other every single time we've ever seen each other since we met in the first grade.
1: When I know I'm gonna see Rick, I just have a ear to ear smile you on a, my face. Just get a pump like, on? Yeah, I'm just driving over to him. I'm smiling, I'm like, I can't wait to dap this dude
0: up. Absolutely. Besides the besides the the few few month period where we greeted each other every day in English class with uh, the Anakin versus Obi One scene from uh, from Episode oh, Three, other than that, scene. every time it's been the the the, the air arm wrestle struggle. S-
1: still surprises me that you went to the dark side on the
0: on the, on the prequels. I mean, come on, there's, man. We grew up. There's lots to time. like about Episode Three. I agree. And there's, there's some lo- stuff to yeah. like. There's some stuff to like in every Star
1: Wars movie. Yeah. Every Star Wars movie? Yeah. Even ones that weren't made by Lucas? Yes, even ones that weren't made by Lucas. That's a pretty ballsy statement. I I could uh, agree with you on that. It's a very I,
0: civilized I, statement. I, even even the I mean I think I think Episode 2 is the worst Star Wars movie. Uh for a number of reasons, but there's still stuff to like in it. I still enjoy I it. I can, I mean I, can I pop don't in agree that movie. it's the worst Star Wars movie, but I agree that it has plenty to like. Yeah. And even like you know rise of skywalkers is a disaster pacing wise but if yeah. you extract specific scenes from it they work just in and of themselves just not as a larger narrative
1: it's crazy to me the the rise of skywalker is such a terrible script because even though like the set design is a little bit stupid like oh we're going to design the death star that was obliterated but the like the it looks gorgeous. The look yeah. of the movie is gorgeous. You can just watch that movie and not know anything about Star Wars and just be like, okay, this is some stupid science fiction movie. But it just looks great.
0: It's yeah. a great thing I, to look at. I think uh, I think Harrison Ford's scene in that is 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 wonderful. I think uh, there's a, there's a lot to like about uh, Adam Adam Driver's performance in that movie. But there's obviously a lot to dislike about it. So
1: yeah. Yeah, but but we do this every every time I come on the show. We do this. We
0: talk. We talk Star Wars. Another conversation for another day. We're talking another sci-fi action movie today. Predator. And if
1: you're stealing the body, if you're if you're going to be the body for nickname, then I'm going to have to be Mr. McMahon (laughs) Bonaparte.
0: Welcome to the show. Welcome to WrestleMania three. I don't even know what WrestleMania. It <laughs> the greatest movie of all time. See the the problem with with a uh, with a with a Jesse performance uh, like accent is you know really it's the same accent. It's like oh it's a Minnesota accent, don't you know? But it's really deep, McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> gorilla. <laughs> it's almost like you could see their like
1: speech classes at the you know at the um what what we call the performance center now, but I guess would have just been Greenwich. Yeah. To WWE headquarters. This is how you're talking broadcasting.
0: (laughs) Listen, Jesse. Are you married to the body? There's this kid. So Predator, 1987 sci-fi action movie. It's directed by John McTiernan. Stars the great, the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dutch. Carl Weathers as Dylan. Bill Duke as Mac. uh, Elpida Carrillo as Anna. And Jesse, the body Ventura himself as Cooper, made $98.3 million in an $18 million budget. It's got a 7.8 on the Internet Movie Database, an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and probably the biggest r- Rotten Tomatoes Metacritic split we've ever had. It's got a 45% in Metacritic. I don't know what the fucking wow. problem is. Ebert, three out of four Something stars. Sounds like critic, Probably. <laughs> uh, Ebert three out of four says it is a slick high energy action picture that takes a lot of its strength from its steamy locations in Mexico. Scott Kane of the Atlanta journal constitution says at a moment when Rambo style bloodbaths are thought to have fallen from favor, along comes predator, which may not be the daintiest movie ever made, but it's a knock your socks off thriller originality and pep still go a long way in movie making." Uh, for negative one, Derek Adams of Time Out says with its stilted dialogue and hammy acting, the film has the look of an expensive production, but the feel of a B-movie delivering the undermanding monster mayhem Arnie's fans have come to expect. Schwarzenegger, I feel like, doesn't fight yeah. monsters. That that, that's, that's definitely a weird one, because yeah.
1: this is like the only one that's a monster mayhem.
0: I, I mean, if you squint, maybe Terminator. No, but this is before T two, so yeah, yeah. He commando is fighting guys, you know. Yeah, no, even in Terminator, he's he's the monster. So he's he's definitely not known as a Van Helsing type. No, of course not. Yeah, ridiculous. Bad, bad take, Derek Adams of Time Out. I don't, I don't know when this was was written, but you know, clearly another critic who just doesn't watch the movies.
1: Absolutely. So, do you remember when you first saw Predator? So. I, this one always trips me up because I can never get the, the number one time. But of course, I've watched it multiple times since the first time, which was somewhere in the early 90s Sure. on DVD. Sure. You know, it's a, it's a family favorite. Arnold's a family favorite. It's just a good good little babysitter for my parents to pop on, like put on this ultra violent monster movie for Chris because he's acting a fool. So get him in front of the TV. This would be one of them. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much every summer since I was like,
0: nine to 25 <laughs> yeah no, I, I don't remember when i first saw this i i think this was probably the first schwarzenegger action movie i saw like i yeah I, I had seen like kindergarten cop which is kind of actiony but like yeah this this is probably the first like violent schwarzenegger movie that i saw oh i uh, i definitely saw this one after alien because
1: it was like oh you liked alien after after Well, you know, like in my life, I saw Alien first. And then this one was fed to me by my father. Like, oh, if you like the Alien, there's this other take on that story. And uh, they get rid of the lady characters and it's all men in the jungle. And I'm like, sign me up. Are they buff men? Sign me up.
0: Yeah, I think I saw this before. I think I saw this before Alien. I was aware of the xenomorph, but I think I saw this because I had a Schwarzenegger Terminator Two action figure. Yes, the toys. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I know this guy. And I think I must have seen it on TV or something." But like, I I know who this is. I'm gonna have yeah, the toy of him. I I don't think I'd seen even seen Terminator Two at that point. I just had it, like a T2 toy, and I was like, "Yeah, let's. I mean, let's let's go with it." And of course, it's fucking awesome to a to a little boy. It's
1: great. Yeah. Oh yeah. No T2. I saw at the drive-in. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: up in Maine, Sockle. Excellent, excellent. So let's um, let's talk about what happens in it. It's not much plot here.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to time you, right?
0: You can, yeah, you can time me out. I don't Sorry. know we're going to do at the end of the episode, but we'll figure. i I guess I'll make the case at the end of the episode too. Maybe we'll, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. When we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to put 30
1: seconds yeah. on the actual yeah. clock because I don't have. I'm going to be honest.
0: This so to, uh, behind the scenes, you know, behind the curtain peak here. This episode came together pretty suddenly, so. You know, notes are not as refined as usual. So we're going oh, so to be winging excuses. it for a lot of time. This so is, let's
1: This is, hi, I'm the most professional guy on the radio these days, but here's an excuse for my own greatness. That's what you sound like. Yeah,
0: well, listen, when I knock it out of the park, everyone's going to be like, oh, he didn't even take any notes. What yeah, exactly. a great guy.
1: Exactly. All right, ready? 30 seconds on the clock. Um, let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Arnold. And when I say Arnold, that means start. Okay. All right. And then when I say Schwarzenegger, that means stop. Okay. okay.
0: Arnold. Well, Predator is, what can you say about Predator except that it is about the manliest men, a a group of commandos uh, that go into the jungle to rescue some men that were left behind, but they're hunted, they're stalked by an alien, the Predator, who's taking them out one by one until there's only one left to stand, Dutch, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he has to outwit the creature, and he has to kill him, but he he can't bring himself to crush the head. So the creature Sports at the end of the movie? Oh, okay. We'll never you know what happens. It, you got it in the first 10 15 seconds. Yeah, but- we we know what it's about. It's about yeah. it's about <laughs> fucking tough guys in the jungle and they run into yep. a monster and that's yep. it. That's the movie. That's all you need. It's beautiful. So, let's talk about our top 3 favorite scenes of the movie.
1: Bond, all right, I'll do the Body honest, but yeah. Bod. Uh, but, you know, I'll do the I'll do the honest. Let's see what so- you What's your three? My number three is going to be the battle with the gorillas or what they thought were gorillas at the time, yeah. but it turned out to be Russians or something. You know, so it's, this it's, see-
0: it's interesting about this. This scene is the scene that kind of repeats in every action movie ever in that take place in the jungle.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's what, that's what I have here too. It's a huge eighties action blowout. It's, I mean, these action scenes in the eighties are great. They're like environmentally antagonistic, you know, they're not good for the environment. You're using real oil and fire and you have guys like wearing fire retardant, like running around burning um, There's huge bloodshed. You know, when the guy gets shot, he gets shot with a machine gun and they, they put about 15 to 20 blood poppers on each one every time he gets shot. Yeah. And uh, this scene has become synonymous with 80s action films. And one of the best things about it is that the pre- for me is that the predator isn't in it. So this is John McTiernan, the director, saying like and saying, "Oh, I, um, th- there, there will be a monster in this monster movie, but you are in a McTiernan movie, yeah. so let's get to the action."
0: Yeah, and this movie, the, the action just does not stop once it gets going. It's just action all the way. It's oh, beautiful.
1: It, it's for for the cat and mouse, you know, storyline. Yeah, tit tat cat and mouse
0: this one is is probably the most literally action-packed yes yes absolutely no i mean that that scene is like like i said it's if you watch the suicide squad from last year yeah it's it's almost like a note for note like parody of this scene you know it's and it's yeah it's
1: not i'm thinking about it now because it's fresh like a scene a year ago but it's fresh and i'm picturing it now and it's like yeah it's like What's if the playbook you, for the the scene I want to do? It, this if, scene.
0: If you told me that it was the same set, I'd probably believe you. Like it, you know, it's like right yeah. down to like the one survivor is like. I mean, there's a twist on it other than that one, but like the one survivor is like one woman of South American descent or Central American descent.
1: You you are absolutely correct, sir. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's, it's I mean, like if like, like, we were
1: if one day when we we're in our 90s, we might confuse these two movies yes, together yeah. in our mind
0: because. I've, I've seen the similarities now. I didn't put it together until you brought it up. Yeah. But I mean, like Tropic Thunder, it's the same, like, it's yeah, kind of the same thing. It's like it's, it's yeah. jungle action, like the And in even Insurgence, Rambo 4. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rambo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so my number three scene is, honestly, it's a very basic scene, but I just had a big grin on my face the whole time it was on. And that was when Dutch, it's really like the first scene in the movie. It's when Dutch yeah. and Dylan unite. They have the epic handshake, like arm wrestle, the dialogue. Oh, Excellent. Pushing too many pencils. Like what's up?
1: I I love that. That's an excellent way to do exposition. You got everything out. You hashed everything out for the plot wise. And then it's like, that only took 37 seconds. And you even developed the characters to a point, you know, to introduce them. And then it's like, all right, let's go now.
0: Yep. You know, some son of a bitch told me you were the best. Like, like it's the glorious 80s action stars that we just oh, yeah. don't have anymore and like we're I, I mean know. we'll get to it in recasting but there's just not many people who live up to this but there is character development there because you know Dutch is the best he's called in he has a relationship with Dylan right. Dylan's office game so it's it it does a lot and it's infinitely quotable it's infinitely memeable yep so, there's so much there so what's your, uh, what's your number two scene? Well, I'm going to play right off your number three scene. And I'm,
1: I kind of expanded it because that scene in the beginning is such a brief one yeah. that I kind of expanded it and cheated a little bit to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and Kyle Weathers together. So what I mean by that is not just the scenes where they're fighting, you know, gorillas and Predator, is like the bantering back and forth, the, fr- the friendship turning spoiling to the scene where he has the revelation that there, there was some kind of a setup. It gives it gives Weathers a hot feud with Schwarzenegger, like a plausible feud, a a believable feud with Schwarzenegger. And he's already had the big feud with Stallone. So like behind the scenes wise, Kyle Weathers is the one guy who had, you know, fights both Stallone and Schwarzenegger, even though it's like frenemy fights. He's not a by no means he a villain in this or in Rocky. But it's like. The, he's the only guy who has that feud with both big actors in the 80s
0: in the huge franchise did did, he didn't he never got in with a willis so he can't do like the bill paxton of like i'm the only guy that was killed by yeah. an alien a predator and, uh, <laughs> and a terminator like
1: well actually interested funny just like from random you know the the we do random facts originally they wanted the predator to be played by um john claude van damme yeah but they looked at it, the size difference with him and the rest of the guy who's like, you know, towering. There's towering meatheads. And they're like, well, we'll save the martial arts bit for a different monster, not the predators. Right. But this was almost a Kyle Weathersburst Van Damme and Schwarzenegger thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that that's a, it's an interesting. what if. I mean, there's also like the designs of the creature like really yeah, evolved oh, yeah. over time. And it was like originally like a big red like lobster looking costume yeah it's not like working
1: a, like a 1960s batman type villain
0: yeah i mean the 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 evolution of this movie of like kind of like i mean it's still pretty schlocky but in like a fun way but to like from campy to this yeah is is, is interesting to sort of chart
1: i think the violence pays a lot to that like taking it out of the corny
0: category just because it's yeah. pretty graphic no it's i think it and it works as a you know, however you want to look at it, as a, it works as a straightforward action movie. It works as uh, really like a like critique of hyper masculinity. Oh yeah, like, we'll get there. We're, yeah, we're, but yeah. it's 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 wonderful. I mean, so let's. Uh, my number two scene is uh, the scene where Jesse, the body of insurance characters, killed, and Bill Duke and the entire team. Just lays waste to the jungle in front of them, and that's yeah, where, that's a good. And that's that's where it, where it comes in, where it is like it's very aware of what it's doing. This movie, where yeah, like it's just guys just shooting nothing and just looking so like with a fucking minigun, yeah, And just like wasting all their ammo and just it, it's it's, it's the military
1: version of like punching the hole in the wall.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like ah, they're all screaming. And literally everyone just runs up. it's Bill Duke screaming, he only he knows what happened. They just see him screaming and fucking, in the
1: bushes, yeah yeah,
0: destroying everything in front of him, and they start going
1: like, <laughs> just, it's fantastic isn't, isn't they though they follow it up with like a
0: he's like praying in the moonlight or something yeah, you know
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like after him. that
0: it's like <laughs> yeah they're, they're like they're like on the lookout and they're like distracted and the predator steals his body like it's Yeah, it's 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 a great scene because it it works as straightforward because it's the 80s. And that's what action was a lot of the 80s. Right. And it works as like, oh, this is ridiculous. This is kind of a comedy. Um, Yeah, I I love that scene every time I see it. So what's your uh, what's your number one scene? My number one
1: scene is, you know, this is the one scene from the thing that I never forget. You know, when you rewatch these movies and you space out the last time you've seen it, you kind of forget the, you fill in the gaps here and there. But my number one scene is the end set piece when Arnold finally is able to get the best of the Predator. Yeah. And he uses one of his best one-liners in the whole career. And there have been many, folks. Yes. I yeah. mean, there's this, many this in guy... this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie is just, it's a. I really
0: considered <laughs> having my number three scene just be all the one-liners and just like
1: yeah dude just ma- cut um cut them all up mash them together yeah yeah this is a two hour movie or hour and 45 minutes but it's a 40 page script it's yeah. all just action yeah, 40, and one. Line. at
0: least 15 minutes of this movie is one-liners
1: in, in a half hour of that yeah it's <laughs> you ha- it's, it's either one-liners or banter yeah <laughs> so my favorite one my favorite scene is that end scene because it's like if you're Watching this in the context of its time You know say you did like a, a Schwarzenegger marathon or something You know Arnold's gonna get him somehow Yeah, but, but this is the time where Arnold Kills Arnold Yeah So it's like you know well, the suicide making... Kicking the
0: shit out of him for like a lot of this Like so much of this But you know he's gonna get you him know, eventually You know he is but I mean look in the 80s And I was like I was watching I was watching this movie and I was like This is Hulk Hogan's America <laughs> you know like in the sense of like this is hogan this is he-man this is schwarzenegger yeah this is all you know rambo like these are all the guys who like they, they yeah this is the reagan era you know yeah. steroids are on back order steroids are on back order and everyone is the, the idea of a hero is like the strongest guy who can kick everyone's ass
1: yeah <laughs> right
0: and schwarzenegger fucking sells through this whole fight yeah. Oh, tremendous. I mean, this is my number one scene as well, so we'll just go back and forth right. on it. We'll right. Perfect. It. But, Excellent. Yeah. yeah. but It's like, interesting. Because, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I was just concerned. to say, like, you think about it, like, Commando, he just fucking kicks ass that whole movie. Like, you know, that's, you know, Terminator. He, like, he kicks ass that whole movie, and there was the villain of Terminator. Like, he just kicks ass that whole movie. That's his thing. And in well, this one, he shows ass. Like, yeah. it's great.
1: Yeah, he gets chewed out. Yeah. Commando, it was, like, the villains progressively got worse like in a sense like they went from one guy to two guys and three guys to yeah. four guys and then his friend and then his former coworker, and like you know they kept one up and how bad could the bad guy get right what was the other one you mentioned Term- Terminator, Terminator yeah. came after this
0: Terminator 1 Terminator, Terminator
1: 1, one. Yeah. yeah so oh Terminator 1 he was the he was the fucking bad guy so that he was, was kind of
0: yeah he was the villain but like he was like the reason why that you know launched him as like a megastar like that and Conan kind of did uh, it, was it was a one like, line yeah and it was it was it was the one line and it was like oh he's the most badass guy you can possibly imagine look at him yeah he's, you and, know and you know i i am a
1: big advocate for separating the art from reality because you know uh, it's all just this is all just fun but yeah. i do i do have to say i do not like the idea of james earl jones getting his head chopped off by Arnold. And cool. don't love it yeah yeah i mean i no. listen the special effects it's fake it's make-believe but I still—that's one thing that can sit with me and be like, oh, "Okay, that's like a glass of sour milk."
0: Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, th- there's, there's definitely, there's definitely actors who I don't like seeing lose fights. Yeah, you know? <laughs> in 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 such
1: horrific ways.
0: too. right,
1: and Conan was built to us when we were kids. as like, you know, oh, this is, you like Hercules, you like Greek mythology, you like action. This is this, and that one's like really violent and sexual. Yeah, and well, back to this movie. The interesting thing about this original treatment was it came off, it came to Arnold as a thing that he said, and he's quoted somewhere, magazine or something, saying that he thinks action movies need to be unique because they're usually just a rip off of another movie. Yeah. Now, you could argue that this is Alien another way, another flavor of Alien. You You could make that an ad list. But he, he had the script rewritten and expanded from the original treatment because originally it was supposed to just be the cat and mouse of Arnold and the Predator without much context.
0: Yeah. So pretty yeah, pretty yeah, much the third I, act was the thing. I did read thing. that. Yeah. No, I mean, Schwarzenegger, he, he knows how to make a movie. Like he's not. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I, I think there, there's the temptation to think of him as just a meathead but obviously like he becomes governor of california he's oh, you right. know not that i necessarily disagree or you know agree with you know much of his political stances but he's not he's not a dummy you know he's correct and he married a uh, kennedy yeah and now another action star has married a schwarzenegger and it's probably going to parlay that into a conservative political career, but we'll see what Chris, <laughs> you know, we'll see what. I think he's got, he's got it set up. I
1: mean, come on. He's got the chess pieces are in line. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. When's, when does he announce his, uh, you know, Oh, I've always been this way. When's yeah. that, come, when's that speech happen?
0: Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's going to happen. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, uh, really my, my scene is like the whole last act where it's just like it's Schwarzenegger, the, the stuff in the mud. Where he's like figuring out the, you know, oh he can't see me, you know, and it's, yeah. it's so it weirdly, the the movie not in content, but almost like as a reverse structure, is like is another movie we've done is Wally, where like Wally the first act is mostly silent or you know, or mostly dialogue free. Oh yeah,
1: like the first 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, whereas this one it's, it's like kind of like the last half movie. hour. The last act is almost dialogue-free until they, you know, they start quipping, right? And then you, you know? get the big one, the big, the big yeah. line for the. the I'll big let you. I'll, I'll let you take it. I'll let you take it. You are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> love <laughs> it. All right, so that's what we liked about the movie. Let's talk about what maybe doesn't work for us so much, uh, Chris. What what would you say is your least favorite part of this? This one might be considered a hot take,
1: but uh, I love the work as a as a total from alan silvestri but one of my least favorite things about this very over the top bombastic just like the movie itself score is there's so many similar pieces to back to the future trilogy yeah and i don't know some of these some of these um these lines of of music can take me out of the moment when I'm thinking like, Oh, that's, he uses that in back to the future part Two. Oh, he uses this during D- Doc's revelation. You know, it's Sylvester's s- signature sounds, but I just feel like it's too close to like the family sci-fi comedy movie. And this is like probably the total opposite.
0: Sure. No, I, I, I can, I can definitely see that my least favorite part. I mean, it's th- there, are, there are ways to get across and I get that it's, it's supposed to be hyper masculine and like, it's, and I understand it's a product of its time, but like some of the stuff doesn't age particularly well. Like, you know, it's the like uh, Shane Black's characters, like jokes it's like, yeah. 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 The F bombs. And it's like, it sucks. Like Jesse's Jesse's line is like, this stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Like, it's a great line, but it's like immediately preceded by like an F bomb. And it's like, okay, you know, I, I'd love to be able to quote this, but I guess not. You know? I
1: I, th- I think now's a good a time to jump into it I th- I think that that stuff Was um, Intentional I think they yeah. were trying to scratch on a larger message
0: I think I just, so too but I, I don't know they, if all the actors were in On the fact that it was intentional
1: I think maybe outside of the job They they are people that could and I've never met these guys I'm just going off of It is a possibility that they could be people Because you know, I've heard Jesse say some things before too um, Sure yeah, he, he's, he's an advocate for free speech. We'll just say that. Yeah, sure. So he could pretty much, you know, go off sometimes. I mean, if you ever listen to Opie and Anthony or read any of his, like, material that he's since published, he could, he could go off sometimes sure, in the wrong sure. direction. And when you don't corral these types of guys in, like, you know, where anger is part of the personality. And I love Jesse. He's entertained me since I was born. I, sure, you know, I think sure. all his, his efforts have been, you know, worth watching at least. But maybe uh, that type of personality and this type of overall message from like behind the camera, the guys that want to make a statement about it, I don't think there's a, they, they see eye to eye on that one.
0: Yeah. I, like, I, I would, I would agree with that. But I, I think it, it kind of makes, there are just a couple of moments where I, I cringed a little bit. That's, that's, oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, so that's, that's all. Did not necessarily work for me. So let's, uh, let's go to Metal's. Who do, you have, uh, who do you have for bronze medal? Oh, well, I got an honorable mention first.
1: Okay. <laughs> and this just is, it's not even a, a meritocracy. It's just an honorable mention. Jim and John Thomas, who worked on the rewrite of this treatment, who are the, I think they're just the credited writers of this one. They also worked on Wild Wild West, which was my last appearance on the show, which have you, was last week. So that, I mean, that probably hasn't happened much in the show, right? Um, i don't I don't think so yeah we so we just covered back to back writers yeah. first time on the show
0: I'd have, to, I'd have to go back and look at the history I mean uh, there <laughs> yeah. was there was i mean a uh, couple movies I think we did right in a row that were I believe they had similar um, I think the Godfather part one and the Godfather part two I all think,
1: right yeah I think they so. had
0: yep. similar yeah i don't I don't know I'd have to double check on that one
1: but this was a total accident, too. And it just sure. so happens that it's the same guys who get hired to write scripts. you know, Dr. Scripps happened to do this one in the last one. Sure. Which which one's better? Your flavor may vary.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it might vary, but we'll, we'll see how much it varies. When we get to my our bronze, season finale in a few weeks. <laughs> my bronze goes to McTiernan
1: because he's an iconic action director. He, he could, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he taught the class at USC they love pushing action movies in that film program any by the way but pretty sure he was a teacher there he knows action like you know i want to make a good analogy here and not sound stupid so let me just say he know he knows action very well yeah he he's authored the book of the 80s action movie uh he created die hard which is the one which is the big one yeah for the, for the 80s action movie he does this in a A believable way where it's a monster movie and it's an 80s action movie he's able to marry him perfectly and he's able to know what works and what doesn't you know some of the stuff that doesn't work and what really works and we just run with it all the way he knows what he's doing he's a pro he's my bronze
0: yeah absolutely my bronze uh i'm going going carl weathers here oh nice you know he's uh love carl weathers he uh he's He's worked side by side with two of the uh, three action movie triumvirate yeah, and, and held his own with both of them. He has tons of iconic moments in this. And it, it, because, as a result of like how the movie is structured, it does like he's not in it as much as you remember, but he casts kind of a like you remember a lot of his scenes, you know. But yeah, I mean, Carl Weathers. love him. Uh, Who's your uh, who's your silver? So Silver,
1: I, I wanted to, I was, I know my goal. You probably know my goal, but for Silver, sure, I was thinking sure. about this and I was like, how much of this is him? But then I thought about the, the, the creature and how it's just become such a gigantic piece of pop culture. And sure. they're going to continue to pump this character out. They're going to milk this character every last penny out of them. And so Stan Winston gets the silver yeah, because he designed the original Makeup test, and he designed the suit that the guy could wear. And he also, you know, he designed every iconic monster at the time. But he gets the silver for this one because the Predator is gonna not just outlive the creators of this movie, probably outlive us. Yeah, no, so, I, I mean,
0: Stan Winston should like, he's beyond metals. He's, 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 in, he's in platinum, he's in diamond metal territory here. You know, he's, he's one of the, the true greats of uh, of Absolutely. film i feel like
1: but if you had the, the other monsters designs or any other monster i don't think this one works and that's why i gotta yeah. slap metal on them for this one love it
0: so yeah my silver is uh is john mctiernan and just to, to echo everything you said like if in the 80s you were needed an action movie directed to you know i don't know how this scenario would would come about but if someone had a gun to your head and was like pick somebody to direct a good action movie and yeah. save your life. You're picking him. You <laughs> absolutely. Know? I, don't, I don't know whose whole like what lunatic is being like. If, i mean, you just a good action movie, and if you don't get one, I'm gonna fucking kill you. But in well, that it's, scenario, it's, it's the corporate masters of these. Of these yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. It's a uh, hey, business. Dino as Di usual. De Laurentiis just a gun to my head, and was like, why don't you just
0: <laughs> hire somebody?
1: <laughs> yeah, business as usual for John McTiernan in this one.
0: Yeah. No. Just, I just another classic entry into his canon uh but uh gold uh clearly uh i think uh, is going to go to the uh, the woman who played the uh yeah you know, the, the 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 that was rescued from the uh oh, you know, from yeah, the, was, yeah of course
1: yeah rewatching this i was just so happy to, to this movie doesn't get going until she comes into it right yeah
0: no but of course we're you know, arnold, yeah
1: arnold yeah. here yeah absolutely were total consensus. It's going to be hard for you guys to be doing Arnold, show, uh, Arnold episodes on the show and to avoid giving Arnold the medal all the time. Because when it comes to star vehicles, this guy knows how to drive.
0: I'm glad you said that because I pulled up his filmography and I just want to go through it. You know, Schwarzenegger 80, Schwarzenegger's eight, early 80s through early 90s, right? Starting with Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, Terminator. He's in Red Sonya, but I don't I don't think that's a huge year for him. Commando, Raw Deal, Predator, Running Man, Red Heat, Twins, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, T Two, Last Action Hero. True Lies. What a run. 82 to 94. Last Action Hero. Wasn't that a Shane
1: Black script or a film? Didn't he make that?
0: Uh Last
1: Action Hero. Uh
0: co written by Yeah. Shane Black and uh, is that McTiernan? Is that right? I'm just looking at the uh, who, who plays uh Hawkins Predator. in this film, he does, yeah. And and he does, you know, Shane Black does go on to do you know, write and direct, I believe, a, a Predator movie a couple of years ago, which is not super well received, unfortunately. But it's good it to see him go back to that uh, to that franchise, yeah, the I, yeah. I mean, listen, Schwarzenegger, he gets you know, obviously Derek when he was brought up, I wanted to do this movie because I think it gives a little bit more context for the appeal of Schwarzenegger, you know, there's, yeah, there's more to this. And I, it's, I don't think, I think T2 is probably his best role, you know,
1: that's, I, I, that, that's like one vehicle of, of the ones you listed that is like such a Cameron thing though.
0: Yeah. But and he's, he's even yeah.
1: balanced off with, you know, Robert Patrick is fucking brilliant in that.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's, kind of it's tough to, all. I'd i hate to, I didn't want to do T2 before Terminator. And I, I don't think Terminator is like necessarily the best representation of what Arnold is as an actor and what he is mm-hmm. as, as a star. So I want to, so I was like, okay, let's dive in. Let's do Predator because that's going to, that's going to give us the best of both worlds. We're going to get like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're going to get quippy baby face Arnold.
1: And when you go to, like, the later end of the scale, True Lies is also a Cameron piece, yeah. but it is so Arnold. Right. Whereas K- Cameron is like, I want to make an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie now, even though, you know, he's, he's dipped into the Arnold world throughout his career. But at that point, he says, I don't want to write a James Cameron science fiction movie, brainy movie. I just want to make an Arnold movie.
0: And that's yeah. what True Lies is. Absolutely. So let's go to recasting. And this, is, this was tough. There, I have uh, I have Dutch. I've got Dylan. I've got Mac, and I've got Cooper, who is Jesse, the body insurance uh, character. We might have we might have the same Cooper. I think. Did you stay with the wrestler? I did. So here's what I did. <laughs> I was I was like, there's gonna be one wrestler in the cast. Yes. Right, and. The obvious one, I think, you know, we probably have the same Cooper, and that's Batista, right? That's Batista, yeah, okay. of course. So you have to go Batista. I, I did consider,
1: <laughs>
0: just for, as an alternate universe, I didn't go with this, but I considered The Rock to play Dutch. And if that was the case, I had an actor by the for, uh, for Cooper by the name of Alan Richon, who is just a giant dude. He's got the same, like, kind of bro energy in a lot of stuff. So uh, I went to Google Alan Rich Rich, and, and Alan Cumming came up first. <laughs> so let me get this. Well, let's. I mean, here. he might, you know, Alan Cumming might be in the cast too, but let's, we'll talk about <laughs> it when we get there. Alan Richter. Alan Richson. Rich Richson.
1: Oh, I see him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. This dude is, he, he's, did he play Arnold in the Terminator 1 where they had a body play his no, body? No, no.
0: But do you remember the show? I actually know who did, who played his body in that. Do you remember the show on FX in like the late 90s, early 2000s, Son of the Beach? Oh, yeah. I used to love that show. Stupid. Yeah. There's an like kind of a, like a big Jack guy in that. And that's the guy who plays Arnold's body in Terminator oh, Salvation. Yeah.
1: No, he was. That That guy was good. He was funny.
0: Yeah, he was funny. But he's he's yeah. Arnold's body in, in Salvation. That's
1: hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Dude. That show is absolutely stupid. That show
0: was. <laughs> yeah. That show was incredibly <laughs> dumb, but I, I loved it at the time.
1: Yeah. No, Knox Johnson, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All these um, women just incredibly
0: attracted to him. It's yeah. like Austin Powers <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. So that's, but you know, it's Batista here. Like, yeah. So,
1: yeah. All right. Let's... So I, I got a couple more than you. I got Dutch, Dylan, obviously Batista, Mac, but I also threw in Anna, Hawkins and General Armstrong. Okay, go through them. All right. So I'll start with the ones you don't have. Okay. Um, Zoe Saldaña, Yeah. See it. Just because I feel like you know, I they, they feel like they went to, to make a decent female character within this mesh of masculinity i don't think it falls flat completely but i think you know there's just too much going on for us to focus on this this sure. character where i think zoe salina
0: can capture the attention enough to almost like the franchise mvp like you she's in like so many franchises
1: oh yeah she's and she's good in all
0: of them yeah she's
1: excellent so for hawkings i'm thinking like who you know i was talking with my girlfriend like Who's someone like, you know, creepy, like not creepy, but someone who can make these creepy jokes and be so Remy Malik is the one we came up yeah, with. Yeah, like good good to see in an ensemble piece where he's, you know, I think the number overall first victim, right? Uh Hawkins. Pretty much yes. from the yeah. from the um Navy SEALs. Um maybe because we were just talking about and I rewatched a little bit of Westworld, but Ed Harris is General Armstrong. Yeah. That maybe works. that's just fresh in my mind. And then for Mac. I you know I love this actor and I always say he if he had a better agent he'd be in more stuff and he's totally talented and capable of all these roles and more. Tyree Gibson for Mac.
0: All right, that works. So I actually my Mac I kind of went like this this actor's look probably a little too big for the role uh but he can kind of do the you know Mac is is he's portrayed a little bit differently like he's clearly is like a very like he's a he's a warrior clearly right but he's he's also a little more like i don't want to say intellectual but maybe yeah like, he, he's a yeah, thinking man yeah he's a thinking man so i'm one of the guy who could who could do that for maxwell daniel kaluuya a little bit younger oh yeah 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 no
1: he's good i just yeah. I, I i was thinking of buff guys too yeah yeah
0: except for remy he's the comedy guy but yeah yeah sure uh so let's go uh let's go dylan we have dylan Our-
1: um sticking with the buff guys yeah. motif Morris chestnut. Are you familiar with this? Yeah. I am, yeah. Yeah. I, f- I figure you want someone to go, you will make sense when you see who my Dutch is, but if you want someone to go head to head, toe to toe um, a character that you want to see more of and one that is, you know, because you know, face it, he was a hunk back in the day. Action yeah. Jackson. He was a hunk. So speaking of hunks, my Dylan, uh, Idris Elba. I I went there too. of yeah. course. my my mind went there.
0: Yeah, I mean you can't. Yeah. He's kind of perfect for it. Like he's yeah. get, you know, he's, he's
1: he was too. He was low hanging fruit. I, he, I you I know I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna <laughs> take. You know what? Low hanging
0: fruit oftentimes the most delicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, and what he is delicious. He was, he was ripe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Juicy <laughs> peach. But I mean, it, again, it's I think I think with Dylan, the important thing is to like. When he and Dutch have that face to face, it's like, yeah. oh, these two, these two are equals if they like kept it the same, you know, this the same path, you know, yeah, and you know, it's it's it's, it's I mean, Morse Chestnut is, is is one thing, but like, you know, we'll, we'll I, see who your Dutch is, but I feel like he's a little
1: bit younger than Idris, and that's why I went with him because sure. my, my, you want to go to Dutch? Let's go Dutch. Let's do it. My Dutch is I don't know if you've seen The Northman, but I know you know his work, Alexander Skarsgård. Love him. Yep. And this guy, you know, he's been in a thousand things and he's a great actor without the the buff. But this guy in the Northman is a total freak of nature.
0: Yeah, he's he's great. I'm like, you know, I, I'm I'm I was at the time, you know, I was I was kind of surprised that he was not cast as Thor. Um, True. Yeah. Like, at boy. the time, like obviously Chris Hemsworth worked out beautifully, but
1: yeah, it's it's one of the best castings they have. Yeah, in the long run.
0: But it was like it was at the time, like I didn't know who he was, so I was like, oh, well, Skarsgård could probably, you know, he could do it. Now it was you know his father's in those movies, but here's 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 a I don't know if it's a hot take, but it's a, it's a warm take maybe. Uh, Skarsgård's best acting family currently. I mean,
1: they definitely have a bit of a monopoly right now as a family. Who's, who's who's challenging them right now? Um, acting families as a whole. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, do you know who had a resurgence? The Derns. Oh sure. <laughs> the Derns had a resurgence. The Derns resur- yeah. Uh, you, um, well,
0: you, you have uh.
1: The Baldwin's, the Arquette's. Yeah, yeah the Baldwin's the Arquette's are there. The Carradines. But so, I mean, the Carradines are all. Yes, yeah. I mean, let's look, like,
0: yeah, like currently, so you have like Jonah Hill and Beanie Feldstein. Um, yeah,
1: not not as. I mean, that doesn't touch the Scar scars. So.
0: Yeah, you have... Yeah, the scars I mean, there's three of them. At least, you know, they're like on a really high level acting-wise, but love the scars So, my Dutch, we talked about it a little bit earlier. There's not many action stars right now. Of, of the, the, like, just jacked action stars. Mm-hmm. But there is a guy who I think could do it. It's a little bit different from roles that we've seen him in before, but you know, we know he can play a badass. Lay him on me. Henry Cavill.
1: You know, he crossed my mind too, but i, I he's got that Soup Man image. It's like so clean. Let's dirty this fucker up.
0: Yeah. You know, he, so do you go
1: mustache with Henry Cavill as Dutch?
0: Full beard. Foot like, let's, wow. yeah, let's do it. Just foot like mountain man beard, not like not maybe not mountain man but like full beard in this role yeah oh i like it yeah thinking about him and idris alba
1: that's yeah Th- then you get locking arms. Dabble. oh yeah locking arms cover him in mud
0: yeah absolutely yeah I, like I, think, Definitely. I think it's i think it's there but again like there's not many guys who who fit the mold right now because that's not just not what we look for it, in it's kind of out yeah yeah like you 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 have even the guys that are, you know, him, Chris Hemsworth, we just brought him up, is super jacked, but, like, he tends more towards com- comedy now, and he's a funny guy, right? Yeah, so that's not his persona. And um, Jason Statham is, um, he, he could
1: do it, but I just don't think his body type, yeah. he's ripped, not jacked. Well,
0: yeah, and, and I think, like, what we consider kind of, you know, our heroic archetype now is, you know, is, is Marvel characters. You know, well,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, Marvel, like, or DC, Jason Momoa could probably do it. Momoa,
0: Momoa, I did consider Momoa for it. He could, he could do it. I think he could, he he could do it as well. But like, you know, we we don't have the the archetype really uh, as much as we did in the '80s. Like, like yeah, like, like it's like the nerds kind of took over. Sorry,
1: guys. Sorry, jocks. But we own the world now. Yeah, people want the quick the quick wit the quips they do Um, we we can just make our own suits invincibility suits
0: yeah yeah i mean i mean that's why it's interesting i'm I'm interested to see the new i mean the new predator movie coming out it's called prey and it's just the predator in the old west
1: yeah it's it's good hook i don't want to watch any trailers or anything because that's the kind of thing where i just want to see it from beginning to end without any Expectation. Yeah. I don't know like a ton toilets. about it, other
0: than the, than yeah. you know, like you know, other than what I just said. Basically, It's a like, credit in the old west? I'm like, I'm there. Yeah, I want to keep it that way.
1: I'm keeping that distance between us
0: until I'm there. You know. Yeah. So let's go to. And do you have anything miscellaneous that you want to you want to bring up? You I think get we. To? I think we hashed them out throughout throughout
1: the show. Do you have anything?
0: I got one. It's a it's a Jesse the Body story, uh, and a, a Schwarzenegger a story that uh, about how Schwarzenegger played a prank on Jesse when he was getting fitted, when everyone's getting fitted for costuming, Schwarzenegger told told everyone there to tell Jesse that his arms were, his biceps were like three inches, two or three inches smaller than they actually were. (laughs) So Jesse, when he was getting measured, thought that his arms were bigger than Schwarzenegger and then like basically tempted him to like, do a pose down on set in front of everybody. And then Schwarzenegger's arms are bigger. Wow, that's incredible. That's great. That's just that's a good fun prank.
1: So obviously Jesse w- didn't watch or wasn't a fan of pumping Iron.
0: Well, I mean, this is Schwarzenegger's big here, but he's not pumping iron big, you know. Oh, but
1: but if you watched pumping and Iron, you would know like I'm not gonna ask this guy in Pump and Iron if I'm bigger than him in any way. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, look at this guy. He's a freaking freak. Good for
0: Jesse though. Yeah, it's confidence. It's confidence <laughs> yeah. to like, just like, ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely bigger than Arnold. Arnold let's have a pose down. <laughs> three, I got
1: three inches on you. Costume department know. confirmed it. I already know who's winning this one, buddy. It's funny because no one even has sleeves in this movie. That's are true. Size, <laughs> why are they sizing them for I don't sleeves? know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let's, uh, let's talk Oscars this year. Uh, uh, Predator is nominated. Uh, For, uh, it does have one (laughs) nomination it is for best visual effects it loses though uh, to inner space those are the only two nominees for that category this year I don't even think I've seen inner space I I have not either Uh, let's see
1: wait this is 87 right
0: Yep, directed by Joe Dante Spielberg executive produced stars Dennis Quaid, Martin Short and Meg Ryan oh it sounds cool it does sound cool. i surprised I haven't seen it. Uh, it looks like they're shrinking down. They're going into maybe a human body. I don't know. Um, All right. Sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the effects beat Predator. Best picture. They should just run through the categories because I don't, I don't know All if right. we're getting any nominees. No, this is in the majors, but uh, best pictures <laughs> won by The Last Emperor. Other nominees, Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, Hope and Glory, and Moonstruck.
1: Wow. It's
0: good to hear. Good Good year. Um broadcast news should have won. Yeah, I can I can see that. I mean of the nominees, yeah, I would I would I would agree. Um in, in Predator doesn't get in there. Sorry. Doesn't doesn't sneak in there, no. I think if the if there was a sci-fi movie that was gonna sneak in there from this year, Robocop. Oh yeah,
1: tremendous. Actually, Robocop might even be my personal preference to broadcast news and I love them both. Yeah, They're I could I could see that. Out.
0: I mean, how how is I mean, Alien versus Predator? I guess it makes sense because they, you know, but Robocop versus Predator. That's something. Oh man, I'm just
1: just the thought of it. I mean, didn't we have that game? Wasn't there a game Robocop was shooting Predator or something? No, he, he kills alien in one of the game, right on the Sega back in the day.
0: I'm not familiar with it, but absolutely, I mean, I'm I'm there, I'm there for it. They mashed They mashed up before comic book or toys or i'm sure i'm sure. Somewhere, Pred- somewhere predator there. has fought everyone from batman to archie oh yeah, to the, he, yeah
1: he's an original character like when you when you don't have someone that has to sign off on the rights of the usage and the studio just owns the character
0: get ready to see him in the next you know billy crystal vehicle <laughs> well because it makes sense because the, you know the the predator is very much like and, and one thing i don't think we even mentioned is like how well they do like how economically we talked about how they set up Dylan Dutch's characters, but like they set up the predators character equally as economically, like basically with one line, it's like, Oh, it wouldn't be good sport. So the fact that, and like, then they, they have it at the end where it's like Dutch doesn't have a weapon. So predator throws down his weapons and they like, they just go toe to toe.
1: Oh they, yeah. No, the, the predator, they, they give him the jaws treatment in the first couple acts, like act one and a half. He gets the jaws treatment, the mystery. And then once they debut him, they protect him. Yeah, he he kills and all the badasses, and
0: it it is very similar. Like you know, it's the rule. It's like don't show the monster, but then it's like, well, when you have the monster that looks like that, yeah, show the fuck out of him. Like get and, get yeah. it there, get him lit, get him yeah. get a nice set
1: on fire, burning the world's burning around yeah. him.
0: Have him screech his arms to the heavens and scream. Yeah, but yeah, so so well done you know but but having the predator there like having him basically be like he only hunts those who are like worthy of it, it gives immediate legitimacy to your character like your acting yeah. character it was like oh he's the best of course the predator's gonna want to want to hunt him or her you know so best uh best director that year uh Bertolucci for last emperor other nominees adrian Lyne, fatal attraction john Borman, hope and glory Norman Jewison for Moonstruck and Lassie Hallstrom as my, for my life as a dog, Lassie Hallstrom uh, directed uh, our previous dead last winner. Yes. Movie press winner, uh, Cider House Rules. Yeah. So other than, uh, yeah, yeah. Weirdly, you know, the, the only difference here from best picture is uh, Brooks does not get it for, for broadcast news. It's not going to nomination, which is bizarre.
1: Yeah, uh, he gets it again. Halstrom goes
0: again. Halstrom is nominated here, yeah. Um, doesn't win. Bertolucci wins for Last Emperor. McTiernan, okay. do we, do I, we slot I, him in? Do we kick out Halstrom?
1: No, uh, here's the thing. You definitely kick out Halstrom, but you have to kick him out for Stanley Kubrick and
0: Full Metal Jacket. I mean, once we get to Full Metal Jacket, we'll, we'll add in.
1: Oh, so I can't just look can't, at the we year? Can't just, no, you can't just right. look at the year. You gotta add the movie. So. Uh, oh, okay, just the movie. Alright, so uh, I, no, ah, uh, yeah, I yeah, fuck it. Kick him out, dude. He's Kick him out. He, he sucks. House. He's fuck
0: he off. his
1: his personality has become like a, a cliche <laughs> that got parodied in Hollywood eventually, yeah. you know. Um they did it in there's a couple movies, uh, Robert Altman movies, the producer and you know, they a couple times Steve Martin's done a thing on him, like they, they kind of goof on who he is at, post his high riding time. Right. Yeah, get him out of there. I mean, are good n-
0: movies. What's in, eating Gilbert Grape is good. Uh, so anyway. Uh, McTiernan's, McTiernan's in. McTiernan's in. Halstrom's out. Uh, Best Actor. Uh, Michael Douglas wins for Wall Street. Uh, William Hurt, rest in peace, for Broadcast News is nominated. Uh, Marcello Mastriani for Dark Eyes. Jack Nicholson for Iron Weed. And Robin Williams for Good Mo- Good Morning Vietnam. I'm surprised Ironweed got. I know. I guess for just
1: for acting, right?
0: Yeah, it, Ironweed gets Nicholson for actor and Streep right. for. Well, because it's Nicholson actress. Yeah, it's Nicholson and Streep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all it gets. Yeah, I mean, no, love Arnold. Yeah, love him, but he's not going for awards here.
1: What, what about if, if you took from The Running Man? Maybe for the running. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I agree. I mean, listen, T2. I have to look at the year for T2, but we might have a, we know have a conversation there. Um, it says here the Running Man was also 87, which big year for uh, that's you know the year he bought year. the big house.
0: Huge yeah. year. I mean, jeez, Arnold, great guy. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no 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 actors, no female, no. I mean, there's one female character and then she's barely a character. Um, yeah, supporting actor sean connery wins for the untouchables uh, you know i kind of wish schwarzenegger did win so he can just have like the the absolute best accents win uh but yeah sean connery wins for the untouchables albert brooks nominated for broadcast news morgan freeman and street smart vincent gardenia and moonstruck and denzel washington in cry freedom it's gonna be young denzel there yeah yeah i
1: think uh I think we protect that case as well. I don't think we take it. In yeah, I don't
0: think, I don't think we're touching that, but yeah, I love it, but just not an awards movie. So let's, uh, so, I mean, the question here now becomes, what are you eating with this movie? This is the next question you're watching the movie. What are you eating?
1: <laughs> um, all right. So you got to think about this movie. It's, it's definitely a great summer flick. I mean, we we already covered popcorn for some. Here of it, is, it is, but
0: there's so much, so main, so much manliness in this movie. Yeah, I'm eating a fucking like tomahawk steak, smoking a cigar and drinking scotch. Like that's oh, it,
1: in in screaming slurs. Like absolutely scotch drinking, <laughs> cigar smoking.
0: <laughs> Maybe um, not slurs, but yeah, a lot,
1: <laughs> a lot of meat. You, you, like you're telling stories about you know how you won the big one when you yeah. you know back when. <laughs> How this new generation is so lazy and stupid. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you just become a grandpa. Exactly.
0: Yeah, this, yeah They don't make makes, movies like this anymore. Th-
1: this they don't make me- pictures
0: like this anymore.
1: <laughs> Look at this. This could be like a beef jerky thing. You know, you want to do could like be. a taste in a beef could jerky. Be, yeah. um, leftovers. It's also very masculine to so just have a big yeah. plate of leftovers. Protein. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> leftovers, tomahawk from the last time I watched this movie yesterday.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. So Are you let's, ready, Rick? You let's get to do, do it. it. Let's let's talk about why Predator is the greatest move of yep. all time. Count me wait, down at 30 seconds.
1: When I say Alright, what did I say the for Arnold and Schwarzenegger? Arnold and Schwarzenegger. All right. When I say Arnold, you start. Okay. Arnold.
0: Predator is the greatest movie of all time. Let me tell you why. You will not find more testosterone in any other movie. You will not find a creature design that's quite this unique outside of very few, you will not get action set pieces like this anywhere else. Arnold in his prime. McTiernan in his prime. Glorious 80s action. Predator is the greatest movie of all time.
1: Schwarzenegger, nailed it, Rick.
0: All right. This movie drinks scotch. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah, so Predator, it's a great one. So, I mean, thanks so much for listening to our episode. That's for an episode Predator. We have a lot coming up, a lot of fun stuff. Chris is going to be back for a lot of this. I'm just going to run through the movies we have coming up. The order is going to be a little messy, but yeah, I, I can say next week for sure, uh, Derek and Gia will be here with Willy Wonka uh, and the Chocolate Factory. That'll be a great episode. Super fun. Oh, that's that's going to mm-hmm. be whimsical. I can't Radically wait to Radically different from this episode. Um, I know after <laughs> that, we the three of us are going to be doing alien. After that in some order, we've got uh, we've got the devil's advocate, we've got school of rock, we've got princess bride, we got taxi driver, and we've got citizen kane which you're going to be looking wow. for. So, and then we get our season finale. So, can't wait for that. Going to be super be fun. A, a very tight ranking this year on the season finale. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We get the we're recording this on July 10th. Uh, the due date for the rankings is uh, is August 1st. So I can't wait to see what everyone thinks. My my yeah. list is uh, this is a heavy duty uh, list. It's a yes, yes, it is. Oh my
1: goodness! And the, so, the versatility so. too. Like you compare an apple and oranges, in some of these I love fruit. That's what that's yeah. the thing. You know, I love fruit, but what's better, an apple and orange? I don't know.
0: How do you compare Die Hard to Casino to Superman? Yeah, I think to Mad I Max just, Fury Road.
1: Just had a micro stroke thinking about it.
0: Yeah. To Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We're going to do it.
1: To all tremendous.
0: Rock. Yeah. All great in their own ways. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to thank you so much for for joining us today. Uh, enjoy Derek and Gia next week and come back to us every week for more fun with movies. I, as always, have been your beloved co-host. One ugly motherfucker. Rick
1: Barrasso (laughs) And I have been your guest uh, Christopher Shriver Bonapani Keep Watching everyone